It is going to be a hot one. Uh, probably one of those days you want to get out into the wilderness. And when you talk about wilderness and wildlife, we have wildlife expert Andrew Major on the line. Andrew, great to have you back. Good morning, John. Andrew, today we are going to discuss the kill deer, uh, a little bird that you uh, might be small, but it's got a mighty voice. Yeah, these guys you can hear from a long, long range. Um, they're Latin names so a long time ago. Whenever they're being um, classified, first thing they recognized was this bird was loud. For a small bird, it was really loud. And so they gave the name uh, Vaciferous, which means loud crying bear or lo- a loud bearing call. And how did and how did it end up with the name Kill Deer? Well, that's a funny one. I think it's the namesake of the song. The song itself, so the voice when you hear it is Kill Deer. So they just threw that. It's almost like onomatopoeia. It's just, it's just they just took the name and gave it to the to the bird. So that's and, that bird you hear that it sounds like it's actually singing Kill Deer. Yeah, it is. It didn't kill an actual deer. <laughs> well, you say it's a tiny bird. I don't think you can bag a deer. Well, that'd be great, great honor if it did. Wow. <laughs> uh, this uh, this bird, the kill deer, is a tiny bird, and it's part of the uh, it's it's part of uh, the the uh, plover family, right? Yeah. So plovers are shorebirds, and over with Sega Beach, there, there's a little piping plover. It's really right. tiny, and it's very rare, so it's special. But these guys. Killdeer are all over North America, and they migrate down to South America and, and Central America. So they're, they're about a small to mid-sized plover, but they have very long, pointy wings when they're flying. So they're almost deceiving. It almost looks like a, a kestrel in the sky when they're moving. But on the ground, they're, they can be very, like, they're deceiving. You won't even see them sitting there sometimes because it's blend right into their, into their background. They're tiny, but they're well camouflaged, as you said. Yeah. And they're fast both on land and in the air. Yeah, these guys can move real quick. Like, shorebirds are fantastic flyers. They have to be, especially if you're on the ocean with the strong limbs that come off there. But on the ground, these guys are like, like a miniature ostrich. They can just book it. They are quick, 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 quick. Especially the chicks. They are quick, too. When they get going, they're very tough to follow. They're they're also unusual in that, unlike most birds that nest in, in the trees, they nest just right there on the ground. Yeah, it's funny. The more you learn about birds... Actually, more birds do nest on the ground than, than you'd think. And really? actually, some birds do nest, like birds you'd think nest on, on ground, nest in trees, right. like some ducks. So these guys nest in open ground. They just dig, dig out a bit of a, like a scrape, it's called. So with their chest, they'll dig a scrape in the ground, and then they'll pile little rocks and pebbles around and twigs, and they literally nest on the ground. And their eggs are a certain little color, um, blotchy almost, black and brown, blotchy with white, that so it just blends right in perfectly. It's very difficult to find their nest. So they're out in the open. It's just that they're so well camouflaged, you can't tell you're looking at one. No, and no. The only time you're ever really going to find one is you if you just stumble literally right on the nest, and the and the female's right there giving it to you, telling you to, to take a hike. Now, much. nesting on the ground can't be um, the most efficient way in terms of survival rate, can it? No, it's definitely not because of these guys. These guys are very comfortable uh, nesting around human um, environments. They actually became um, really good at it, so they've become very successful. But the problem is, you're you're around humans, you suffer car mortalities. If you're flying, you can hit buildings, especially buildings with lots of uh, large panes of glass. And of course, they do nest on farmers' fields, and farmers do spray from time to time, and mm-hmm. you can get some egg mortality that way as well. So they're at risk with being near uh, being near humans. What do these tiny plovers eat? Oh, these guys love insects, so invertebrates, um, worms, uh, grasshoppers, beetles, 
Um, if, you're near, if near water, they'll go for uh, aquatic larvae, aquatic bugs. Um, and they're known to even hunt little frogs. Wow. Yeah, uh, so... If, if you want to catch, uh, or maybe not catch, they might be difficult, <laughs> but if you want to check out or see a, uh, a one of these killdeer in the wild, what's the best place to go? Well, the habitat is pretty much everything, as long as it's flat and open, and a little disturbed okay, so gravel, parking lots, um, farmer's fields, lawns, golf courses, and then along the shorelines, mud flats, uh, river banks. Um, I would listen because these guys are really vocal, especially when they get in the air. Right. They're very loud, so listen for them. And if you do stumble across them, they'll be loud on the ground, and they'll definitely give it to you if you're getting close. Then, then you know you found one. Andrew uh, gets us up close and personal with the Killdeer in an excellent blog posted on the 95.1 The Peak FM website. Go to thepeakfm.com. Uh, Andrew Major, you also run uh, Georgian Bay uh, Wildlife Tours. Uh, how are things going with that? And if folks wanted to check out uh, some of the things that you do, where should they go? Well, they should go to georgianbaywealth.com and look online, check us out, give us a ring or send us an email. Uh, we have tours going all the time. Right now we're in the bush. Um, lots of birds, baby birds are coming, so you're going to hear a lot of birds going on and lots of little animals starting to, starting to be born. So they're all out there and the trees are booming and it's a lot to see. How does a wildlife expert to beat the heat, Andrew? Ooh, well... Um, I say a cold one helps at the end of a good tour <laughs> <laughs> in the shade. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Andrew, have a great uh, Canada Day long weekend, and we really appreciate you being here on Talk of the Town. Thanks, John. Stay cool this weekend.